Sound of Moolah is worth $1,600. And if we don't get it right coming up at 710, um, then we add another 50. So it'd be 1,650. We could get all the way to 1,700 uh, today if my math is right. But we'll try again at 710 for this sound. If you think you know it, that's the Sound of Moolah at 710. You know, Ty, uh, with TikTok, some people go viral on TikTok. You even yourself went a little viral on TikTok. I went viral on TikTok. Remember that kid that sang about the corn? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, there's a new uh, TikTok sensation. It's a couple of ladies, and they're singing this song called If I Were a Fish. Give this a listen, Tig. Let me warn you before you uh, listen to it. It will be, it'll get caught in your head. Oh, no. Well, and I want right to hear it. right now, your wife just texted me yesterday because I told her about it, and she was like, that, that song is now caught in my head real bad. And here it is. It's called If I Were a Fish. If I were a fish, Jenny caught me. So there you go. That's the, that. That's unfortunately now going to be in your head all day. Uh, what happened was a lot of people saw that, then they started doing those things where they stitch, and then they added different instruments, and eventually like a whole giant chorus of people. Mm -hmm. So that's the latest TikTok sensation. Is this like a Baby Shark in a way? Um, I wouldn't say it's like Baby Shark. It's not going to be that big. But I just wonder how you translate going viral like that to money, like the Corn Kid. Mm -hmm. I know he did a couple of uh, spots for, I think it might have been. A sandwich place but the problem with tiktok is a it could be right on the verge of getting outlawed and b what do you you know it i think it's a little easier to go viral on tiktok yeah and i mean a lot of people when they go viral on tiktok then they do pick up endorsements that's one way to do it even if it's like low i know college athletes um who have i'm not talking millions of followers but they might have a hundred thousand people even they'll do um endorsements for just the local Barbecue place and stuff. Earn a little money that way. The problem is, is this isn't YouTube. If you get a million views on YouTube, you're going to start making some money. On TikTok, you don't get nothing. In fact, YouTube will uh, reach out to you and make sure you don't delete the video because they say, look, you're helping us get a lot of people to the site. How about we split some of this up with you? And that's how, like, a lot of people on YouTube end up making money. YouTube's actually paying them to keep the videos up. I do have a quick update. Uh, that Yodel boy... You know, he he went viral on YouTube, made tons of money probably off that. He even think he, I remember when we were working in Nashville, they had him do the rounds, and didn't he put out an album? Uh, Yodel Boy, I think he did. And um, His name is Mason Ramsey, and last I heard, now he's, uh, he's working at Subway, which I think is probably good if he put all that money into an account and... No, I mean, I th and he's being raised by his grandparents. Mm -hmm. And so maybe they said, you know, okay, you've had this little windfall here, but we're not going to give you a windfall when you're 15 years old. And then he's living like a normal life, getting a job at Subway, going to high school, probably, you know, it, trying to get his first If that's the case, car. that's the best decision they could have made I just hope that granddad doesn't steal the money. That, nah, we met that guy. He ain't going to do all that. Well, you know, it's kind of, you know, I hear about these child stars all the time, you know. Where they get out, like the Olsen twins, the girls from Full House, man, they had like sue their own parents.
Hopefully that doesn't happen. I didn't have that problem. I didn't sue my dad for money. That's why I'm glad we didn't grow up rich. It's 98.5 The Bull. $1,600 is the value of the sound of moolah. That's at 710 this morning, our first guest on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, Daniel. Ty, I've, uh, I'm, I've almost completed the moving process. I did the uh, worst part of the move to me is when you finally get everything over there and you've got to unpack. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that weird box or two that you have that you didn't unpack from the last time. You know what I'm talking about? If you if you're somebody that has to move on occasion, somewhere in your house there's a box that you've packed up and you never unpacked it. Mm-hmm. What I should have done is just thrown that thing away. I don't know what's in it. Yesterday though, but then I open it and then there's all these keepsakes that are very important to me. Okay, I was gonna say, like, in general, <laughs> if you don't open a box for two years, you haven't missed what's in the box, so get rid of that. Except in the case you might have stowed away some sentimental things. But how sentimental are they if you don't remember them? <laughs> right. So, like they weren't displayed or anything. Right. And so now I've got this weird box of stuff that I don't really know what to do with because it's, I don't like it enough to put it out, but it also yeah. means too much to me to throw away. What a weird thing to have. I've got the same situation. My son, uh, when he drew pictures, you know, two and three years old, I would save all those. And I've got a box just full of artwork. And I go... This has taken up so much space. It's not like I opened this thing and went through these ever. And you don't know what to But on the other hand, you're like, this is my son's artwork. Well, that's like stuff that makes sense. I got weird stuff like a uh, Ronald Reagan belt buckle that I have. <laughs> you know, and I, I just, I've had it my whole life. I don't really know why. I'm not going to wear that Ronald Reagan belt buckle. Well, what might help is if you donate it to charity, and at least it'll live on. They're not getting my Ronald Reagan belt buckle. <laughs> I don't know. I got all this weird, like a menage of uh, weird things, things my grandparents gave me. Mm-hmm. So, well, keep that, but get rid of Like, I opened a box the other day that we hadn't opened since we got to our house, and in it was a bunch of comforters. And I said, well, obviously we're not missing these comforters, you know, because we haven't used them in two years. So I got rid of that, but sentimental stuff, I think you're... But that's the thing, though. Is it sentimental if it's packed up in a box that hasn't been opened in literally three years? Well, I remember my mom saving all my stuff. You know, like the These little... These are your children's things. That's... I know, but but then later on in life, she goes, Ty, you need to get your stuff out of here. And I go, what do you mean my stuff? And she wanted me to take all my stuff. Like, she didn't even want it anymore. Because she <laughs> like couldn't she... throw it away. Uh, maybe so. She's trying to pawn it you off. You know, we need, to, we need to start a company of just heartless... Heartless people to just come in and get rid of things that, you yeah. know, you, you you could get rid of. Like you, like you said, your child's artwork. If you had the heartless guy come in and just get rid of it all, I got a better shape, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, maybe that's another topic, but I mean, but there's one thing that I don't see how anybody could ever throw out. I know exactly what you're talking about. We've talked about this for years and years. We ought to open up the phones on this. I don't think we've done that here. What do you want to do? When it comes to, okay, getting rid of something. How, what is the proper way to dispose of an old Bible? Now, you can't say just charity because if this thing is all tattered and torn and it's not, almost not even readable anymore, you don't want to just foist it off to somebody else. But we've had, I remember we had, uh, what's the guy from Duck Dynasty? We had him on the show once. Phil, was it Phil, Robert, the older one? Yeah, the, uh, the patriarch of the family. Yeah, and this guy, if you ever watched him, he knows everything there is to know about the Bible and things like that. We ask him this question, like, well, what's the, you know, what's the proper way to dispose of an old Bible? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. Even he, he didn't know. Even he doesn't know. 
Uh, yes. Yeah, so what do you make of that? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Obviously, you want to be respectful, but it is a book and it can fall apart just like any other book. And people are like, donate it. That's not really the answer either because that's forcing it on somebody, somebody else. Yeah. A bad Bible in a sense. Or one that, you know, you can't really use. 918-879-9898. What do you do with a old Bible that you can't even use anymore? Tiger Daniel, 918-879-9898 on the bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's high country, $1,600 is uh, free money today. With the sound of moolah, that's at 710 if you can identify that sound we've been playing. In the meantime, Daniel, we're trying to solve a, so I don't know if it's a moral crisis. What do you do with an old Bible? This is a question we've had for, gosh, at least 10 years now, and we've never had a definitive answer. We've had pastors on before. We've had a lot of people on. What is the proper, is there a code? Is there like a Bible code of what you do with an old Bible that's uh, tatted and torn? Remember that uh, I'm going through this with an American flag that I had out my yard. It got tattered up and stuff, and I don't know what to do with an old American flag. They say burn it, and I feel really weird about that, but that's the proper way. But there's as far a, as Bible goes. There's a, there's a flag code. I don't know if there's a Bible code. So there's got to be a... There's got to be a rule or, like you said, a code, and I just don't know what it is. Right. You got a Bible, um, but it's not usable anymore. The pages are falling off. The cover's messed up. You know, maybe you spilled coffee all over it. Whatever. How do you dispose of a Bible that you can't use anymore? Because it seems you want to be respectful and everything. Hey, who's this? This is Nathan. Nathan, what do you do with an old Bible? I mean, you don't want to throw it away, but you can't use it, you know? Well, I had a Bible once, and had me and my ex-wife's name embroidered on it and i hid it in one of the boxes of her stuff and made her take it she oh he i gave it to her oh, so you don't know the answer you pawned it off of somebody that's what everybody does they foist it onto they, somebody they else give it away right that's why you can't donate it to goodwill because you just give them a bad you know well nathan really was in a bad spot there because he and his ex-wife's name was embroidered onto it yeah because i mean like let's say nathan gets remarried he can't keep that bible anyway I, so what would he do with it that, that would be also a dilemma yeah see there's a, this is a, this is the most difficult question i think we've ever had even uh people clergymen can't answer this question it seems like hey who's this hi this is anthony anthony so what do you do with an old bible i mean you, you want to be respectful but what do you, what are you supposed to do if you don't need it anymore if you got a new one so I would do is I'll leave it at a church or take it to a church and just donate it. Yeah, but there again, like we're just pawning off this Bible that we really can't. The pages are falling out of it. The cover is falling off. Like, are, aren't we just kind of pawning our problem off to somebody else? But maybe the pastor knows what to do with it. Oh, I like see. my brother says, he may like he maybe the pastor might know what to do with it, or they might have a a church uh, Bible, like a recycling plant that they know about that we don't know about. <laughs> a church Bible recycling <laughs> plant. Could you imagine you're the guy that works at the Bible recycling plant and all your job is all day long is just <laughs> destroy Bible? Bibles? Oh, couldn't do it. <laughs> Hard gig. And Daniel, if you are relaxing at the house, maybe uh, reading some scripture, what if you're doing that on a brand new couch, Daniel? That was a hard sag into that. Snow's furniture. The lowest prices in town. Good grief. Uh, yeah, man, don't drive all over town. Uh, I saw some people on the Tulsa Reddit page the other day were saying, where should we go to buy furniture? And somebody posted, got to go to Snow's Furniture. Lowest prices in town. Got the furniture in stock. They'll deliver it. 
Why would you drive all the way around? Don't right. buy it. Please don't buy it off the internet and then have to put that stuff together and all that. Oh, I know. I think they're saving marriages at Snow's Furniture because you ever try to put a piece of furniture together with your spouse? It almost ends badly every time, right? Well, Snow's Furniture, it's all assembled. You can try it out. You can sit on it, see if you like it or not. And when you make your decision, 0% interest for 12 months if you'd like. That's all at Snow's Furniture, locally owned since 1978. Snow's is online, in town, and on Facebook. We're about 10 minutes away from the sound of moolah. This sound right here is worth $1,600 at this point. If you know that sound, be with us in about 10 minutes. In the meantime, Daniel, we got into a discussion about what if you have a Bible you've had for years and years and years and years, and now it's falling apart and you can't even really use it. How do you dispose of a Bible? And people will say, well, you can drop it at Goodwill or something, but that's just pawning a problem off to somebody else, right? Then they would have a tattered Bible. In other words, uh, it's like the uh, American flag you were talking about the other day. Is there some type of code or are there rules to Deal dispose with of one? I mean, let's just be honest. It's an earthly thing. Eventually, you're going to have to get rid of it if it's no good anymore. Who's this? Hi, this is Jess. Hey, what's on your mind? I was... I was calling about um, the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, my mom always said that you bury Bibles oh, whenever they're that. old and you can't use them anymore. That might be a decent uh, idea because then, you know, I guess it's a, almost like a form of recycling. And also you don't yeah, I'm not, destroy it necessarily. I'm not necessarily. sure why she did it, but it was an old family Bible that it was like falling apart. So she she buried it. And that's, that's what she always told me was how you did it. Huh. What if, they, part of the quorum. what if they made a, a Bible and the cover was made from uh, seeds so that when you planted it, it would grow a tree or something? There you go. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. Hi. Hey, was calling about the Bible. Well, what do you think? Well, I don't know if this would be a desecration or not, but maybe if you knew a Sunday school teacher and they could use... Uh, the pages for a project for their kids, or maybe cut out a verse. Oh, you mean like paper mache? I ain't, I ain't cutting up no Bible now. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> no, that's why I said desecration. But maybe cutting out a verse and putting it in a frame for their grandma or something like that. That would be a nice thought, but then you got the rest of it to throw away. I've got a couple of ideas here, Ty. Yeah. What about, what if we shot it well, into space? Would that be, I feel like that might be a way, because it still exists, it's just up in space. Mm -hmm. uh, also, closer to God. You could, correct, or you could maybe do like Moses, put it in a basket and put it in the river. Oh, not a bad idea. I the Arkansas River, I saw it has water in it recently. The Arkansas River in this part of uh, Tulsa could use the Bible, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> It's time to win cash with Ty and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Oh, my goodness, Ty. It is Tuesday, T-W-O. Tuesday. No, the number two apostrophe S day. And uh, on the phone, it is Sean. Sean, I trust you're having a good Tuesday. Yes, I am. All right. Do you think you know what the sound of moolah is? Uh, I hope so. Tig, would you please play the sound? This is what we're looking for. I'll do it one more time. And we're going to take two guesses today, 9 and 10. Sean, you happen to be caller number 9. Are you prepared to guess the sound of yeah. moolah? 
All right, Sean, what is your guess plays? Is that the opening of like a Pringles can? Opening of a Pringles can. It is not. Dang, what is that sound? Sean, I don't even know this sound. And I can't figure it out. I'm like team listener here. This is a hard sound, isn't it, Sean? (laughs) Yes, it is. All right. Well, that was caller number nine. Sean, thank you for playing. We must now move on to caller number 10 on a Tuesday. A two for Tuesday. Every uh, time we play this, we'll give you guys two chances at it. And who's this with us now? This is Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. I trust you're having a good Tuesday. Yes, I am. All right. Are you ready to try to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Did you hear Sean's guess? Opening a Pringles can. I did. And you've, I did. you've gone to the bulltulsa.com to see all the other wrong answers. I have. All right. Lisa, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Um, yes. I all right. What is... <clears throat> no, you don't get... Hold on. You don't get two guesses. You just get the one. And what is your guess plays? Um, opening a bag of chips. Is it opening a bag of chips? It is not. Man, this is hard, man. Yeah, go. Well, Lisa, thanks for the uh, the time this morning. And the good news is, Lisa, you're still qualified. You didn't win anything, so you can still play at 810. Because, Daniel, now we got to add $50 to the jackpot. And so what are we playing for at 810 now? We're going to play for $1,650 play. This is getting um, a little tense for me, to be honest. But because now I'm, I'm team listener. I don't know what the sound is. And I could imagine being caller nine, you're on the spot, and then boom, you have all this this money you could win, but it's so hard. I'm really curious. I keep asking you to take a guess. You won't do it because he's scared he's going to accidentally get the right answer. And then if I get the right answer, it ruins the whole contest, right? So I can't really guess. Man, could you imagine that? You'd have to get lawyers involved. No, so that's why I won't guess. I ain't touching that. No, thanks, buddy. I ain't doing that. You'd be drugging the court. Just like Dominion and Fox News, you'd be right on the right on the headlines here in Tulsa. Well, let's just try to avoid that. And I just want to hear your guesses. And we play it again. Another two for Tuesday, Daniel. We're going to allow caller nine and caller ten. So two guesses at eight ten for one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Ninety-eight-five. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. All right, the sound of moolah is worth uh, one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. We we'll play again at eight ten on ninety-eight five. The bull. This is the sound we're looking for. And uh, a couple of days ago, we were debating: should we start giving away hints? And uh, overwhelmingly, you guys would call us and say, "Do not give away any hints." And I think the reason is because if we we're pretty confident we know it, we don't want anybody else to be on to that because of hints. But uh, we had a thought today, and we would like your calls, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. Dana, what was your idea? Well, what is the opposite of a hint? Nothing, I guess. Well, no, that wouldn't Tr- be the opposite. Trickery? I don't know. No. Um, I'm thinking, instead of giving a hint, what if I were to now occasionally eliminate categories? 
Would that be helpful? That's not really a hint. It's more of an elimination. Do you understand what I'm saying? So let's give me an example. Like, like say the uh, say. I'm not saying this is true, but we could say something like. I could eliminate a certain category of things. If that makes sense. Like it's not a vehicle or something like that. Right. Like I'm not saying that's the case because I don't even know what the sound is. I'm just saying, would you be in favor of us eliminating categories so you know what it's not kind of thing? Right. So it's like the opposite of a hint. It's more of a uh, I'm eliminating a category of things so that that will start narrowing down these guesses. Because look how high, you know, look how much money we're already up to now. $1,650. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? This is Candace. Candace, have you been playing along with the sound of moolah? Yeah, we've been trying to call every day since the first day. We've had the same clues since the first day. Now, when you we say... don't think it's a good idea. You don't think what's a good idea? Like to um, eliminate categories. And you say we've been playing. Are you and your family? Are you and your coworkers? Um, me and my kids. You and the kids? And the kids, y'all don't want any kind of categories eliminated or anything like that? No, sir. You don't want any hints whatsoever? Yeah. No, sir. All right. Well, that's one for no clues at all. Yeah, people don't want clues. Like, you're saying it's the opposite of a clue. It is a clue in a sense because you're eliminating uh, things. No, not really. Hello, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Good morning, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Robert. Robert, uh, we're talking here, trying to improve. We're trying to improve the sound of moolah. We're trying to make it more exciting and maybe try to start narrowing this thing down a little bit. Uh, are you a kind of person that would enjoy an elimination of categories, or do you want no cl- uh, clues or hints at all? No clues or hints at all, because I know 100% what it is. I just can't get through. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people who who feel like pretty confident they've got it they don't want any hints because then that might clue somebody else in to what it is but everybody's exactly. everybody's been saying they know what it is and then no one's oh i know what it is 100 percent i don't say i, it I, don't, I don't think he does um <laughs> oh i do i can tell you right now what it is well don't well, tell don't, well, don't tell well, us don't do that. You, you don't want to give it away to other people yeah it's tough because I've once you... since day, since, since day one. you've known it since day one yes this sound right here. That sound right there. I've known it since day one. Well, all nobody's I can... gonna get it. Nobody's gonna really get it unless they actually work in the industry that it comes from, or they mess with this thing every day by using it every day. To oh, I can't do that, but that'll get. It. Hmm. Well, now I'm uh, I'm intrigued on what he's talking about. Yeah, let's uh, hold the line. We want to talk to you in a second, okay? Can you hold on? Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, He's uh, very confident. Yeah. Well, let's take uh, Eric Bam. Hey, uh, Eric, are you, you you listen all the time, and uh, you call us quite a bit. Do you want any clues or eliminations, or you want to just leave it just like it is? Of course. Shocker. The phones, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, the phones are, like, bound up this morning. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Reve. Reve, do you want any hints, or we just shut up? No, I don't think. I think okay, because it's really hard getting through, and I think there are quite a few people, such as myself, that are kind of confident in it. Whether we're right or not, we still want that chance to be able to. Okay, sorry about the phone lines. Um, but in general, Daniel, the consensus is nobody wants any hints. They don't even want you to eliminate categories. And I could kind of see that. If I'm confident that I have it, I don't want anybody else to win this thing. 
And, and it's just going to keep going up in money. But everybody calls in, says they say they know what it is. And, but we've had like 30 guesses now. The people have spoken, Daniel. What do you want me to do? So that's what we'll do. We'll just well, see. You going. don't. You don't have the burden, Tug. You're not the. You, the The world's not on your back. It's on mine, and so I'm the having only one to. That, uh, you're the only yes. one that has a sound. Here it is. We're gonna play that sound for one thousand six hundred and fifty dollars coming up at eight ten. Here we go. We're inside the bullfight on 98.5 The Bull every day. And today we got Brett Young tickets, right, Daniel? And if you win, you're qualified. Me and Daniel want to pick up your hotel room and, and dinner at River Spirit. Who do we have with us today? We Daniel? have got Serena, the dental assistant with her kids in the car. How many kids you got, Serena? Three. Could you get them to make a little noise for us, please? Oh, they're not with me. Oh, she's already dropped them off at school or something. That's fine. And then who else do we have, David? We have Lauren, stay-at-home mom. How are you? Do you have your children there with you? Yes. Could you get them to make some noise, please? Say hi. Hi. Look at that. All right, Say guys. Hi. Say what? <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to be playing uh, the 98.5 The Bull Fight. All the answers to these questions begin with the letter Y for young. We'll start with you, Serena. You're the first to get through. This, the clue, Yang counterpart. Yang counterpart. Yang counterpart. No idea. Uh, a lot of times people used to, big in the 90s, the yin yang. The yin yang. Lauren, this is a New York baseball team. Yankees. The Yankees is correct. Serena, complete the phrase blank dabba do. Yabba dabba Yabba is correct. Lauren, this is an Ivy League university. Yeah. Yell. Yell is correct. Serena. This is a small green Jedi master. Yoda. Yoda is correct. Lauren, this was once, no longer is, but once the world's most visited website. Yahoo. Yahoo is correct. Two questions to go. Serena has two. Lauren has three. Serena, this is a U.S. national park. Yellowstone. Yellowstone is correct. Lauren, another name for the abominable snowman. Yeti. Yeti is correct. All right, Serena, it all comes down to this. This is your opportunity to tie. This is an Indian stretching discipline. Yoga? Yoga is correct. We are tied up. Serena has four. Lauren has four. Final question, Lauren, if you get all these right, you have gotten every single one correct, and you will have won the 98.5 The Bull Fight. This is the first name of John Lennon's wife. Oh, no. <laughs> um... That would be Yoko. Tig, we're now in a tie-breaking situation. Would you please 
Explain how that works. This next question, ladies, is for the both of you at the same time. Do not blurt out the answer. Just say your name. That's kind of how you buzz in. And once you say your name, we'll give you an opportunity to answer. But obviously, the first one that buzzes in has the first chance. Okay. The tie-breaking question is... This is a dairy product with bacteria cultures. Lauren. Lauren, go. Yogurt. Yogurt is correct. And with that, Lauren has defeated Serena. The 98-5, the bull fight. Lauren, would you like to hold on to these tickets or give them to Serena, the dental assistant? I'm going to hold on to them. All right. Well, with that, Lauren has defeated Serena. Thank you guys for playing. Another chance tomorrow at 740 for the 98.5 The Bull fight. Thanks, ladies. It's 98.5 The Bull. Remember our sound of moolah. What is that sound? It's worth $1,650 now at 810 this morning with Tyg and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's time to win cash with Tyg and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Oh, boy, Tyg. It is a Tuesday. That means double guesses today. Two guesses. We've got callers number 9 and 10. And good morning. We have Carla, the receptionist on the phone. Carla, how are you? I'm doing good. Have you gone to thebulltulsa.com to see all the wrong answers? Yes. And do you think you know what it is? I hope I know what it is. Tyg, would you please play the sound of moolah for Carla? One more time. All right, Carla, are you ready to try to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. What is your guess, please? Is it paper clips uh, going into a holder on your desk? Paper clips going into a holder on your desk. Nope. That is incorrect. But thank you for playing. I like that guess because it's been um, unconventional compared to some of the guesses. So, hey, good try. It's a hard game. I don't know the sound. I can't figure out what the heck this is either, Carla, so don't feel bad. All right, I'll try again. All right, we're still at $1,650. Is that right, David? That is correct. So we will now move on to Brooke. Brooke, what do you do for a living? I'm a teacher. Uh, oh, cool. Maybe you'll be good at this. Uh, Brooke, the teacher, would you like to hear the secret? Excuse me, I'm rubbing off on me, Tag. Would you like to hear the sound of moolah? Yes. Here it is. One more time. All right, Brooke, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? I am. Brooke, what is your what is your guess, please? Is it chalk on a chalkboard? Chalk on a chalkboard. On the chalkboard, get ready to write money that you didn't win. That is incorrect. That was just me. That's what Tyke says. It's cruel when I, I do the I don't roller. like it when he does that, where it's, he says, oh, go down to the bank <laughs> and tell him you can't make a deposit because you didn't win. It's a roller coaster of emotion, guys. I'm trying to titillate the audience. Yeah, but it's kind of rude. Isn't it? I know. I was excited. How is it rude to give people a roller coaster of emotions, Doug? Because it's one thousand six hundred fifty dollars. You make a lot of money. Make it seem for a second that they their troubles are over, and then uh, you say they didn't win. What do you? Yeah, for a teacher, that's a lot of money. So that's a lot of money for anybody. Would you guys rather me just start being like um, 
Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? Yes. All right, let's run through that again, Tig. Uh, pretend she's just guessed. Would you please say chalk on a chalkboard again? Chalk on a chalkboard. I guess that's not right. <laughs> guess that I'll, better? Guess I'll go eat some thistles. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. Hi, Pooh. Well, Brooke, uh, I appreciate you putting up with Daniel's nonsense. And um, But here here again, you didn't win, so you're eligible next hour. And, Daniel, we have to add $50 to the jackpot. So now the sound Ooh. of moolah at 910 is going to well, be she's worth it. A, she's a teacher. She can tell us. It was $1,650. How much will it be now? We go in $50, right? Yeah. Yep. $1,700. Brooke, thanks for being such a good sport, and uh, you're eligible again uh, because not a winner doesn't, it means you can still play. How about that? All right, thank you. Ty could use an English teacher. You could use the number oh, sandwich. I teach Sorry. You like what? I teach PE, so I can't help you there. Oh, PE. Oh, he can also use that, too. You ought to see this guy. <laughs> he looks like Jabba the Hutt. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, so here we are at $1,700 next time we play The oh. Sound of Moolah, and that's at 910. Hang on, guys. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's high country with Tig and Daniel. The Sound of Moolah is now worth $1,700. Daniel, we play that. Again, your chance to win that money at 910 this morning on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. But time now for Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in our own area, two local high school seniors say a group of strangers and a Bixby police officer helped make a special night for them. It was prom night for these two ladies, Alexis and Mackenzie. They're heading to prom. Boom. Get into a little fender bender there. And now they can't get to prom. So what to do? Thank, thankfully, they're okay. They took a little while to make sure everybody's okay and everybody's fine. But now they're all dressed up. They spent all day getting dressed up. They're in their dresses, and now they're on the side of the road at an accident. Bixby Police Officer Smith says, I'll take you ladies to prom. So she uh, loads them in the car, takes them to prom. That's going above and beyond the call of duty, isn't it? Yep. Down there in Bixby. Also, uh, Daniel, uh, somebody here in Oklahoma near Oklahoma City uh, they were in a 70-mile-an-hour zone, I assume a highway or an interstate. Cop says, wow, that person's traveling fast. I better go get them. How fast do you think this lady was going? I saw this story. That, wasn't she going like 65 over the limit? Yep. 70-mile-an-hour zone, 65 up, 135 miles an hour. She said she was running late. Running late to work. Late to work. Uh, you see, the other day I was running late, and uh, I won't speed. In fact, I will take it easy. I still went and grabbed my coffee from, I uh, got that Panera Sips, so I must get that every day. Yeah, like, you're so lazy. Um, Excuse me? Like, the rest of us, let's Whoa, say. It's not lazy to, to go the extra step to get your coffee before work. Well, let's say that everybody has a routine where they get coffee on the way to work. Well, let's say you're running late. What normal people would do, Daniel, is they would go, well, geez, I'm late to work. Mm -hmm. I think I'll just skip the coffee so I get to work on time. No, no, Daniel's running late. He still goes and buys a coffee. Sips on that, leisurely drive to work, doesn't even try to speed. That's right. I don't put other people in danger, Tug. I'm not like you. And if you want me to be earlier, you need to talk to Panera. They, they need to open a little early if they want. <laughs> if you want me here on time, Panera needs to open on time. Did you see over at Owen Park, they got that excavator. Uh, they're trying to do something in that pond. Somehow they drive it into this thing, and it sinks in the mud. 
It sank six to eight feet. They don't know how they're going to get this thing out. They tried to pluck it out, but they say the suction of the mud mm-hmm. is, is sucks so... Sucks it back down? Yeah, just it w- can't. they can't because the, the pond is sucking it down in there. So I don't know what they're going to do. The company that's doing the whole thing, they said, hey, we're going to try our best not to cause any more damage, but this thing is... But there's a free excavator at uh, Owen Park if you can get it. <laughs> that's true. One, uh, what if they just let it just sink on down? And it just belongs to the ages after that? What You remember when we went to that uh, that park in Los Angeles where the dinosaurs sunk down into the oil? Yeah, it's called the La Brea Tar Labia Pits. La Tar Pits, you're right. And so we could have like that version here in Tulsa. Owen Park could be known for the excavator that is sunken down in the... Mm. Like a tourist tr- attraction, like the blue whale and then the excavator that's in the mud. And Right. Also, did you see that McDonald's is changing its burgers, including the Big Mac? What they're going to do on that Big Mac, uh, they're going to make it more like a messy pub burger. So they're putting more sauce on it? They're putting more it? sauce on it, which I think is a little bit of a mistake. Because you, where do you mostly eat McDonald's? At your At McDonald's? No, I would say typically you eat it in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want to eat something, and all that sauce falls down you. My dad eats a Big Mac, and he's disgusting when he eats it. It drips all down his shirt and stomach and all that. <laughs> now they're going to put more sauce on it. They're going to put more sauce on it. They say they're also changing the buns, tag. They're making them uh, more like your buns, softer than before. Pillowy buns that are fresh and uh, toasted to a golden brown. Well, I saw the McDonald's strategy here is they're always in the war with Burger King and KFC and all that. And so what do they all do? They always come up with a wacky menu item, mm-hmm. you know, to get you over there. But uh, McDonald's has said, well, we're not going to do that gimmick thing. We're just going to make our burgers better. Yeah, they're going to add onions instead of tossing them on at the end. They're going to add them to the grill to create a caramelized flavor. They're also going to bring back the Hamburglar. Have you missed the Hamburglar? He hasn't been seen since 2015. What I'm curious about is what happened to Ronald McDonald? You remember before COVID hit, there was a, a period of time where clowns were in the news every day. Like, man, the good old days, as I like to call them. It was back before politics was in the news every single day and COVID was in the news every single day. But there was a time where it was such a slow news time that people were saying, oh, man, I saw a clown coming out of the woods and everybody's terrified. Well, those few stories swept the nation so much that they had to get rid of Ronald McDonald. Is it right? Yeah, and he hasn't been back since. But the thief, the Hamburglar, is back. That's good stuff. You don't seem to care too I much. Mean, I guess it didn't affect my life when he went away. It didn't. Mm-mm. Well, how, why, why are you being so mean to the Hamburglar? I'm not, but like you know, I got you know, I got a life to live. I'm not worried about the Hamburglar. Do you know how he got out of prison? How? The Hamburglar. What <laughs> that line from Shawshank? He was also in Shawshank. Like the Hamburglar. Crawl through 450 yards of doo-doo to freedom. <laughs> I can't even imagine what that smelled like. Yeah, he, he passed Andy Dufresne. <laughs> what if the Hamburglar was, Hamburglar was also in jail with Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption? I'd like Morgan Freeman playing that role, not the Hamburglar. Well, he could have, but I'm saying the Hamburglar could have been also in prison in addition. I think it would have taken away because then it would have been obvious they're placing advertising in the movie. Not really. Okay. Maybe maybe the Hamburger was off, also uh, falsely accused of stealing hamburgers. But if your name's the Hamburglar, I can't imagine any lawyer that's going to be able to get you off that. <laughs> What's your name again? Hamburglar? <laughs> okay, guilty, yeah. You know the Hamburglar, Hamburglar's last name, Murdoch. Is it? Yes, it's pretty <laughs> obvious that it was him. Well, Daniel, we got a, a big morning to go still.
$1,700 with the sound of moolah. I'll even play it again if you'd like. Please. If you can identify this sound, it's worth $1,700 at 910. Here we go. I'll play it one more time. There you are. What is that sound? $1,700 with the sound of moolah is coming up at 910 here with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, $1,700 free money today, and we're not even that far away from it. In fact, at 910, we're going to play this sound for you. And if you can guess that sound, that's the sound of moolah. If you guess it correctly, um, you will win $1,700. Also, it's a two for Tuesday, Daniel. A Tuesday. Tuesday. That means we're giving two folks a chance to guess at that. So we'll take caller 9 and 10 at 910 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. Just read a disturbing new report, Ty. This can't be correct. Uh, what do you think the average person throws away? How many dollars worth of groceries every week? If this is true, this is appalling. Yeah. Really think now. Really, like, be realistic. The average person throws away how much in groceries every week? I have to think in terms of a month because usually, I'll, like, every 30 days I'll go through my fridge. Um, I would say $50 a week. New report says the average person throws away $63 worth of groceries every week. Could that be true? I think it could be. I mean, and I feel guilty about this, but... You know, our, our fridge will get kind of full when I go, well, I need to kind of go through this. And I'm looking at, you know, sour cream that we didn't really get through. And I'm like, well, that's old now. And then, oh, there's the orange juice that we didn't get through. And they're throwing away that. So I could, yeah, it's possible. It is kind of sad, though, isn't that's it? That's around $3,000 every year. The most common thing people waste is lettuce followed by bananas. I can't stand throwing away food. But, yeah. you know, when you're somebody like me, it, it's hard to get groceries it's hard to cook for one i think it's harder to cook for one than it is to cook for four because they don't make one size things do you know what i'm saying yeah i get you if, i mean if, if you make is, a casserole that's like too much for you to eat well it's not i would just have to eat it literally all week long right how can we stop throwing away 63 dollars worth of groceries a week? i don't know you know you know how there's that blue apron thing where they'll mail you i thought maybe that would help with the problem but actually it kind of caused more problems for me because they send you three meals and then if you have a really busy week and you got baseball and you got basketball and then you got to work some and da 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 then i found myself not getting to like the last meal sometimes yeah, you end up wasting those. Yep. There's also the issue where they're just not very honest about it. They say, oh, this will only take 30 minutes prepared. They straight lie to you, no man. No way. They ain't, you've got Julia Child in there. She can't get it done in 20 minutes. That's crazy. I'm going to take 20 minutes. 20 minutes, I'm still shopping cilantro. True. Uh, they say the fruits and vegetables spoil before you get to them. Leftovers from meals that don't get eaten. And random stuff that just sits around forever until you toss it. I just moved out of my apartment, and I've only been there a couple of years. And even I had about 10 to 15 expired things. I've got the solution. What's that? Uh, the other day, me and my boy went to the Army Surplus Store. I'm not eating MREs. MREs, buddy. They stay good for years. And you're never going to waste them because like, it's not like they're going to go bad on you. I've heard from guys... All MREs. That's all you got to eat. Right. I've heard from guys that ate MREs, and they say they bind you up. Well, I'm not saying it's great for you to eat an MRE every day. Well, it's not great for <laughs> you. Not like, each thing is like 3,000 calories. <laughs> yes. I mean, does I mean, it not drive... You, you, you're so frugal. I imagine that this would kind of drive you crazy. It does. And 
Um, I, I, if I were doing all the shopping, we wouldn't have a whole lot of leftovers, but you know, my wife does it. And then I see, I see parsley in there and I'm like, we're never going to use parsley. And that happens all the time. You know, I wonder if for people like us, like I live within a mile of the grocery store. So do you, would it make sense just to go to the grocery store every day? Every day, maybe, but it's inconvenient. I'd rather just go and knock it all out, but then you have all that extra waste. So it doesn't surprise me. Six, three bucks a week sounds pretty high, but it wouldn't shock me at all. If uh, that's what we're doing. Kind of sad, though, with everybody needing, you know, people needing food in Tulsa. And then here we are like, oh, I'll throw that away because I didn't get to it. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig And Daniel, uh, Daniel, you know, the perfect ride for you is a Jackie Cooper Nissan. That's right, man. I'm so jealous of all the features your Nissan Maxima has. I got nothing in mine. I got a seat warmer. Here's I get to this age where if my back hurts, I'll go sit in my car. Whether I'm driving it or not, and I'll turn on that seat warmer and just sit there and go, ah. You crusty old geezer. Nissan has got it figured out, man. You <laughs> ought to go down to Jackie Cooper Nissan and see all the awards they have. They have so many awards that I don't even know if they're going to have room for them soon. And so they're dedicated to customer service. They got 0% interest on the Rogues right now. That's a, one of the best-selling SUVs out there. And it's what I like is that the Nissan is safe, which is my number one priority. That's it. That's the number one. But also, it's a bonus that they look great. Nissans look great. The Rogues look great. The Maximas look great. And also, when you go down there, if you want to bring them a car, they're going to give you $1,500 more than the Kelly Blue Book value at Jackie Cooper Nissan. If you say you heard it on uh, the Tiger Daniel Show on the Bull, you get an extra $500. So potentially $2,000 more than Kelly Blue Book when you bring your car down to JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. It's time to win cash with Tiger and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, the bull. Not only will they win that cash tag, they'll qualify to win that Keystone Light Coleman UTV worth $10,000. And on the phone with us, the very hungry Angela, money hungry Angela, I should say. Uh, <laughs> you would like to win that money. What would you do with the $1,700 if you won the Sound of Moolah? I'm splitting it with one of my coworkers who told me about this. <laughs> okay, so uh, like you said, Daniel, we like that because... Now people are working on this together. Right. right. And what's your coworker's <laughs> what's your coworker's name? Casey. Angela and Casey, y'all say y'all work at a dentist's office? Yes, sir. And uh, you could use all this money. They will split it. Have you gone to the bulltulsa.com to see all the wrong answers? Yes. All right. Are you and Casey prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes, sir. We think we got it. <laughs> what is your guess, please? Window blinds. Only up window blinds. Is it the sound of window blinds? <laughs> it is incorrect. <laughs> I am so, so sorry. Oh, well, thank you anyway. Well, thanks for keeping our our teeth healthy. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what toothpaste do you guys use, by the way? Oh, a crest, I think. <laughs> you don't even know, so it really doesn't matter in the, at the end of the whole thing? <laughs> well, as so long as you use it, that's the best thing. Uh, you will never <laughs> believe what Tig brushes his teeth with. Vaseline. Oh. I've never heard of that yeah, one. Yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> never had a cavity, though. Well, thanks, uh, 
Thanks to you ladies for playing, and uh, you're eligible again uh, tomorrow morning. But we got to move on to caller number 10 now, Daniel, because it's a two for Tuesday, a Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, and, uh, up next, we have Liz. Liz, how are you today? What do you do for a living? Um, I'm in the medical field. All right. And uh, so you could use some money. Have you been listening? Sure. Have you gone to the bulltulsa.com to see all the wrong answers? I have not this morning, and I didn't hear the guesses this morning either. Okay. Well, thank you for not listening. It means a lot to me and Ty. <laughs> uh, Liz, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? I have a guess. Here it is. What? Okay, well, hold the on. The sound of moolah. I'll play right. one more time. There we go. Liz, what is your guess play? Could it be a box cutter opening a box? A box cutter opening a box. That is incorrect. Oh man. Okay. This is tough. See, I don't, I don't know the uh, the sound either. I purposely told Daniel I don't want to know what it is. So I, I kind of have your perspective on it. I can't figure out what that is. Yeah, it's a tough one, apparently. Do you think that it's fair that Tyg has me carry this burden around? I, I really don't. I agree with you. I think I should whisper it into his ear, and then I'll go to a hypnotist, and I will forget what the sound of moolah is. I think, um, yeah, he should whisper it into my ear, actually. Whoa. Oh, she's trying to rig it up. You want Tyg to whisper <laughs> into your ear? Whoa. Uh, the answer. <laughs> you want Tyg to whisper into your ear? This is a married man we're talking about here. Hey, just the answer. I don't want anything else. <laughs> Would you like him to whisper some sweet nothings? No, that's okay. Well, now you're going to hurt his feelings. <laughs> I'll have to take a pass on that. <laughs> yeah, she passes hey, real hard. Hey, hey. Tyg, nobody wants you whispering sweet nothings in the Honored to hear a sweet nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz, thanks for playing, man. All right, thank you. And Liz Bye. is uh, also eligible, like everybody else is, to um, try to guess the sound of moolah again. Daniel, the big reveal, uh, we always add $50 to the jackpot. So when we come back tomorrow morning, the sound, this sound right here, is now going to be worth... $1,750. As I pointed out, Tyg, this is the most we've given away in our whole career dynasty. Mm -hmm. Let's start calling it a dynasty. We have a dynasty? It's a dynasty. This is a dynastic morning show? I'm not sure what dynasty means, but uh, what does dynastic mean? A dynasty is like a tradition in the family, right? No, I think it's like there's a family dynasty or something like that. Then there was that show, uh, Dynasty, Dynasty, back in the day. All right, so uh, Dynasty or not, we're back in the morning mm. with uh, $1,750 with the sound of moolah. I'll play it one more time here. And also another little tip, not only going to thebulltulsa.com to eliminate answers that have already been guessed, but if you go listen to the Tiger and Daniel podcast, instead of waiting around for me to do that, you could actually just listen to it on the podcast and kind of hit that button that goes back 10 seconds, you know, over and over and over and, and listen in and kind of study it and see what you think. That's the Tiger Daniel podcast, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Back tomorrow at 710 with that money. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.